Good evening, Rock Harbor. Good to see y'all here tonight. Good to be here tonight. I trust y'all are having a blessed week. Uh, and blessed is defined in a lot of different ways. You know, you might might not have be having the best week per se, um, but that doesn't mean that you're not blessed. Amen. You're, you're still blessed uh, tonight. Uh, with the prayer request that I know they're about to come forth, uh, I was contacted uh, earlier by uh, Tony. Sits right here beside Stoney. He said uh, he's got a really bad sinus infection. Was requesting that the church would pray for him. He's really going through some physical issues. Uh, just hold Tony up in, uh, in in prayer tonight. Any others? Any anyone else need uh, prayer tonight before we go to the Lord? And Linda does. All right. So remember our brother and sister tonight. My stepdad is uh, having. He's got a deviated septum on one side and like all jacked up on the other side, and then he's got some spots in his throat. But he's having surgery. Okay, let's remember this. Remember Judy tonight? Yes, remember Judy. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Remember the both of them. They're, they're not two, they're one. Y'all know how that works. Uh, just continued prayer for my brother. He's really getting down with okay. a lot of the results and everything. So. Okay. My extended family. My extended family. Extended family. Okay. Any others? Oh, yes. And ever be in my family, too. Okay. How many need prayer for your family tonight? Let's see a show of hands. I hear a theme. I hear a lot of theme here. Family. Okay. If there are no others, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. He knows. He knows it. Father, we come to you tonight. God, you see the, uh, the hands that are raised, Lord. You see uh, the families. Father God, that are ga gathered here, Father. And there might be only one from each family, Lord God, but there's representation here tonight, Lord God, of these families that are going through things and dealing with things and sicknesses and challenges and attacks and, Father God, just a list of things that are going on. Lord, we just hold these families up to you tonight, Father God. And we announce in authority, Father God, Lord, that the enemy will not have his way in Jesus' name. Father God, we take authority tonight over all these situations, over demonic forces. Father God, over situations, Lord God. And Father, we claim victory in Jesus' name. We speak your word forth, Lord God, and we claim it to be true. Father, we believe that by your stripes we are healed. Well, Father God, we pronounce this and announce this over our brothers and sisters in Christ, over our family members, Father. We believe it to be done tonight, Lord God, and we stand firm. We stand firm tonight, Father God, unwavering, Lord God, that what you say is true. Thank you, Father God, for giving us victory. Thank you for healing bodies, and thank you for setting us free. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God, we can enter into your presence, and you will surround us. God, you will totally saturate us, Lord. God, you will fill us to the overflowing, and that's what we see. God, you're seeking such to worship you, and we're seeking you whom we worship. And God, let that be to a greater degree with every passing second, God, that, Lord, our look is to you, God. Our gaze is heavenward, Lord. God, our hope is in the eternal, glorious Savior we serve. And God, let your name be glorified and exalted in this place. In Jesus' name. Yes, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. God bless. Brother's going to come receive the missions offering. Let me repeat, reiterate, restate, emphasize, re-emphasize, over-emphasize. If there's such a thing, these altars are always Lord. You can come pray anytime in the service that you feel the need to. And uh, I believe that will do the church well. Jesus, Jesus. People just begin folding out and seeking the altars and seeking God and looking to Him. And I appreciate those of you that break that threshold and, and come forth and bow the knee and Yield before God. Brothers, go right ahead tonight. We know what this is. It's missions offering, so uh, go ahead and pray and receive. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight, dear God. We just praise and glorify you for what you're doing, Lord. Yes, we do. They're your people, Lord, dear God, and we just ask you, Lord, dear God, to reach out and touch those, Lord, dear God, ministering your word. We ask you to touch Brother Micah and yes, his family and his yes, ministry, Lord, dear God. Go one, Lord, and prepare the way, God. And not only those, Lord dear God, but all those, Lord, that are preaching your word and carrying the message out across the world, Lord. We ask you, Lord dear God, to bless them, Lord. Make a way, Lord. We never need, Lord, spiritual, physical, financial, Lord. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Let's rise with our word. God answers prayer. Here's prayer to answer. Yes. Amen. This is the word of God. This is the word of God. I will walk in it. I'll abide by it. I'll abide by it. I'll adhere to it. I'll adhere to it. And I'll stand upon it. I'll stand upon it. For it is my strength. It is my strength. It is my power. It is my power. And it is my life. It is my life. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. You may be seated. You children are dismissed. Ask you a question tonight. You, you know I do this rather often. Again, questions are to spark a response. Maybe not a verbal response, but an internal response. It gets you to acknowledge or realize in responding to the question where you're at, so to speak. The question tonight is what are you doing? What are you doing? Simple question. It could have a simple answer, does it? In a sense of spirituality, what are you doing? In a sense of Christendom, what are you doing? In a sense of relationship with God, what are you doing? It's going to make a difference one of these days. Amen. What you're doing now. What you have done. What you will do past this point. 2 Corinthians. What kind of difference is it going to make, Brother John? Well, it's going to make a difference on whether we go to heaven or not. Most primary, most important, would you agree with that? What I am doing now, what I have done, what I'm going to do is going to make a difference whether I share eternal glory with God, if I ever see God or not. What I do now counts, right? Amen. What I have done. Some people have been saved for years. Some people are just getting saved. Some are going to be saved. That makes a difference. All three of those make a difference. And what are you doing? But it makes a difference past that, what are you doing? What are we doing now? What are we doing after we get saved? Does it really make a difference? Because I thought it was just about, well, okay, I get saved, so that means I'm going to heaven, and that pretty much cinches everything, and that makes all the difference, right? Well, it makes a huge difference. I won't argue that point, absolutely. But what else? What else? What does it matter what we're doing now, or we're going to do? Now, we can't go back and fix what we've already done. Hopefully, you received Jesus as Savior and all that's washed away anyway, at least in the essence of your sins. Now, we've all done good things in the past too, haven't we? But we can't go back and make them any gooder than what they were when it happened. Amen. Or any greater. We can do pretty much about right now, and we can sure do a lot about past right now. Some interesting scriptures we're going to look at here in 2 Corinthians in kind of decorating the question that I've asked you. Uh, I'm going to frame these scriptures with that question I asked you. You got that? You got a frame around these scriptures. What are you doing? Visualize that. Here we go. Chapter 5. Verse 9. The Bible says, Wherefore we labor, and this is Paul speaking to the Corinthian church, to the individual members of the Corinthian church by letter. When these letters were arrived at the churches under Paul's writing or Peter or whoever it might have been writing them, the occasion most often uh, created an open reading of the letter to the congregation. That's how it worked. It's kind of like, okay, we got Paul's letter here. 
we're opening up to the congregation and I'm reading it to you. That's kind of how it went. He says in verse 9, I'll read it again, Wherefore we labor, or our aim is, we labor because our aim is, or our goal is, or what we're hoping for is, do you have an aim? Do you have a goal? Do you have something you're hoping for? What is it? Hopefully the eternal kingdom of God. Hopefully to see Jesus. Hopefully to spend that eternity with Him. Right? Is that not what we're all seeking and looking for? But what, what's that all about? What's going to be there? Paul, it's what Paul's talking about. We labor that, whether, get this, present or absent, we may be accepted of Him. Who's Him he's talking about? God. We labor that we may be accepted of Him. Paul says, I'm doing what I'm doing that I may be accepted of God, of Jesus Christ. I have an aim. I have a focus. I have a journey that I'm in with a, at the end of it, a hope. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Whoa. Throw the brakes on. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. I thought if we say, Brother John, we're going to miss that one. You say it this way, there's three thrones of Christ. Three. The scripture here and Paul emphasizing, and he, what he's doing here is emphasizing the importance of what it is we're doing. Okay? I'm emphasizing tonight there's great importance of what it is we are doing that's going to make a drastic and great difference in the heaven that we're pursuing. Yes, so we arrive and make it. Woo, that's great. We, hey, praise God, that's good. But what's after? Notice the word all. Notice the word must. It means it's a necessity. Must means of necessity. Of necessity, we, all of us, we must. We here is in definition means most usually an accusatory presentation as a group, but individually. Does that make sense? Okay, let's put it this way. Every Christian is going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Now everyone, everybody is going to appear in the great white throne judgment. This is not the great white throne judgment speaking of here. The great white throne judgment is where the sheep's going to be separated from the goats. Those that are saved by the blood of Jesus and have accepted him and those that haven't. Two different destinations, okay? Well, what's the, I thought you said there's three thrones. You ever hear the thousand year reign? Yeah. What's going to happen? Christ is going to come back and set up his kingdom on earth for a thousand Amen. years. He's going to reign. Amen. There's going to be an earthly throne. Okay? That's not this either. Is it getting better all the time? Oh, yes. Amen. Okay, so the great white throne judgment, there's going to be a dividing asunder of the sinners and the saints, so to speak. Sinners are going one way, saints are going the other. Okay? We need to understand that real well, too. There is going to be a judgment day. Amen. There is going to be a, a separation of wheat from the tares. The Bible declares it several different ways. But there is going to be a deciding judgment called the great white throne judgment where those that are going to heaven is going to heaven and those that are going to the other place, hell is going to the other place. Right, we're clear on that. We're clear on the thousand year millennial reign of Christ where he again is going to set up his kingdom on earth. Who's going to reign with him? We are. Sure. We are. 
Well, what in the world is this one all about? What, what's this here? Judgment seat of Christ. Let me read the rest of the scripture. I'm going to read it in entirety again. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Come on. So that's not the great white throne judgment. That's not the millennial throne that Christ is going to sit here for a thousand years and reign and rule. So what's this talking about? This is actually, the Greek term for this is perusia. And it means that eternal habitation place of, of Christ. When all this other's over, there's going to be a destination called heaven that we're going to reside in but there's going to be a judgment take place. Uh-huh. Amen. Of what? Of what we're doing now. And have done. And going to do. Catch the words, be it good or bad. So what difference does it make what we're doing now? This is connected absolutely to one word called rewards rewards scripturally there are places that we find plenty of evidence that those who honor God and work for God and love God and serve God and are devoted to God and are committed to God there's going to be a varying degree of what happens in that eternal place when all else is over with and eternity begins or may I say continues Okay. This scripture right here is evidence enough to tell me that what I do now is going to make a whole lot of difference one of these days. Yeah, we're going to go to heaven. And I, I said, man, that, that's, man, that's, I can't describe it. That's awesome. But what does God have in heaven that we can be working for now? Not even tying or connecting, and we shouldn't at all, that salvation is by works because it's not. This is not talking about that. This is talking about what you have done on earth, catch the word body, that one may receive the things done in his body. That means his his life instrument. We all got one, don't we? What is it? This thing. This thing that we move, we operate in, we live in, that we navigate through life with, that we... We submit, we commit, we, whatever. We, we can do a lot of things with this. I can't begin to say the terms of the words that you can do with this thing right here. There's too, too many of them. You can do good or you can do bad with it. Right? Amen. What's bad? What's good? I can tell you one thing that's bad, and that's doing nothing. There's a lot of folks in that booth. A lot of folks in that booth. You know, I love the fact, and I'm not in any way belittling the trip to heaven. I mean, that's that's what we're looking for. That's what we're praying for other people. But what's after that? What is this judgment seat of Christ? And I've heard some people say, no, no, no Jesus is never going to judge. Well, that's not what this scripture says. God is the judge in the great white throne. Jesus is going to reign on earth and rule. But Jesus has been specifically given. Look at John 5, 22, and you'll see exactly what is said right there. Judgment is rendered to the Son. The same word used there is used here. Rewards. A structure of what a body or a life or a life's instrument or a soul or an individual has done on earth while they live it is going to make a difference when we get there. Hmm. Now, you're sitting here tonight wondering, oh my goodness, I wish that word bad wasn't even in this verse, preacher. 
if you're under the blood, folks, that bad in the past is gone. So just Amen. go ahead and wipe that on out of your head. Amen. What we need to work on, forget the past. What we need to work on is the immediate and the future. You can't go to work right now and repair. I mean, in essence, you kind of sort of can in certain instances, but you really can't repair a lot of the past things you've done. But you can sure go to work and work on a lot of good stuff right now. Amen. Amen. Some of you's doing that. Maybe all of you. I don't. I don't know what you do all day long. I don't know what your. I mean, spiritual life is other than really being here at church, and we're all spiritual at church. Sure, right? What are we doing? You know, we could think of it in several ways. Let's put a board up here, not that we're keeping count. Because David got in trouble for that one time. Numbering things. But if you if you did this for this for, for uh, purpose of the message tonight, let's just say, hey, so salvation, souls won. How many you got? Don't 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 speak out loud, don't raise your hand. Think about it. How many you got? You think that might make any difference? We could go some places here. You heard that Jesus saw the little bracelet. What would Jesus do? That's a pretty good question. What would Jesus do is supposed to be what we would do. How many things do we miss? Can you think of any examples of bad without getting graphic, of course? What do you think? Do you see that's the weighing measure here? Good and bad is the weighing measure. So we need to identify what, what's being spoken here. And, and what we got to be real careful of is we'll attach this good tag and put it right here. Oh, oh man, look, I'm good. I'm good. Jesus said it wasn't none good but one, by the way. Amen. But we're real quick to do that. In the terms here, and I want to back up and, and, and bring the light, uh, for we must all appear. Appear here doesn't mean just show up. Uh-huh. Appear means to be manifested and your character be revealed. Because many can create a guise or a disguise or cosmetic or superficial or anything. And, and that word, I tell you, that word in this verse right here, you're talking about getting x rayed. Yeah. The most modern, whatever they got to look inside you, which is pretty amazing now, it don't even begin to compare what's going to take place right here. Because this is a thorough example. Matter of fact, it, it, it continues in a uh, uh, thorough investigation. That's what this is talking about. Shall appear. So no matter what we say, or whether we try to justify ourselves or defend ourselves, that's not going to make any difference. Because who's the judge here? The all-seeing, all-knowing, all-present, Christ Jesus on this judgment throne. Not a judgment throne of condemnation and casting into hell, but in order to administer what's going to take place with you there in connection with what you have done here. We got anywhere yet? This is heart-shaking to me. I think this should draw any Christian to back up and reevaluate. And I, I'm, it's not wrong at all, but I think sometimes our hopes on just getting to heaven kind of override all this other. Yeah. If I just make it, that's good enough. And believe you me, I'm going to say it again. Praise God we've even got the opportunity. But this other judgment, this other reckoning place, this it's speaking of an, an elevated throne is what it's talking about, which is a place of what? Anytime there's an elevated throne, what's that signify? Authority. Authority. 
supreme eternal authority no excuses no excuses don't bring excuses into this court right. but no they don't count either <laughs> if no mm -mm, right here yeah. what are you doing what you do on earth matters in heaven amen, amen. so we got it you're going to be analyzed by the all critical eye and this accusatory terms keeps coming up in a lot of the definitions of terms and this it's attached to accusatory again not for the purpose of condemnation and casting out but to identify whether it's good or whether it's bad and then there's an evaluation that takes place thereafter by who by the judge not me not you not the individuals and the we here where we started up wherefore we labor for we must all appear again is individuality one-on-one -on -one. personal responsibility I can't pass it off but he didn't make me do it ain't gonna work it was somebody else's fault no that don't work either I'm, I'm naming some things tonight that are common defenses in the society we're living in. Blame game going on. You're not going to be able to stand here and, and give excuses and blame somebody and all this stuff before Christ. This is motivation, and you'll catch it here, I believe, motivation to a church. It's not condemnation to the church. It's motivation to try to get them stirred and understand that there's something great and wonderful and glorious that you can be working for. Yeah. It's not even a get saved and sit down and be idle thing. Not at all. It's time to get in motion and to get that energy flowing and begin to work in the kingdom of God and to do good things and, and to increase your credits, so to speak. Amen. Okay? To build your portfolio. How about that? Heavenly portfolio. Do we think God don't keep records for some reason? A lot of people do. They don't think God keeps records. You know why I don't think God keeps records? Because, again, I said it the other day, because everybody's going to heaven. Uh-uh. Oh, another judgment, folks. That's not the case. Amen. Everybody's not going to heaven. Come on. Everybody's not going to get the same rewards either. Amen. And they're not in competition. Don't, don't get that we're competing. That's not it at all. There's no competition in the kingdom of God, right? No competition in working in the ministry. I know I've seen it. Got to do a little better than that one. I'm going to show that one up. I'm going to do better. I'm going to do that. No, that's not about competition. It's all about glorifying God. Amen. If you glorify God, competition's out the window. All right? It's not about that. But understanding the Scripture... For we must all appear before. Can you imagine this? I want you to get your imaginer turned on. Jesus on the throne. And you're standing before him. You're in his court. Now we got courts in this land, and I can tell you how they pretty much work. Total respect. You get out of line, you better be absolute. In demeanor, this is billions time to that we can't even begin to understand right here about this judgment seat of Christ oh, yeah. must appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive 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 what the things done in his body in his life Read that again. That everyone may receive the things done in his body according or pertaining to that he has done. Uh -huh. So there's again a correlation here with what we do or what we're going to do with what goes on in this instance that the scripture's speaking of. Right. Anybody got a question right about now? Interesting comment of any kind? What you think about this? Anybody disagree? 
What do you think about it? What's it saying to you? What, what have you so far picked up on this? Is it something different than you've ever heard before? Have you ever heard it before? You ever thought of it before? Have you read it before? Did it dawn on you what it was saying? You know, think of it like this. And, and I'm, 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 in essence, I'm speculating here. So please take that. That's what I'm speculating here. Me, just speculating. God, being the loving God he is, how could everything be on the same level between people that have literally done nothing for his kingdom and those who have worked tirelessly to minister and love him and glorify him and bring in souls and just are nonstop. Now, how do you think that even begins to be fair? Do you think it is? No. That's what we're looking at here. So, so even like repenting of your sins while you're still here, you still have to repent for your sins to him while you're standing no. in front of him? I no, that's all over with. That's all over with. There's no more repentance here in this. this. This is actually after everybody's home in heaven. This is a done deal. Thousand year reigns over. You've got to understand the timing of God. Said, thousand years? We've got to wait a thousand years? Well, one day's a thousand years, thousand years, one day to God. He's going to work all this out. Don't get caught up in time. Amen. Come on. This is the last throne, okay? This is the last judgment. This is the one where rewards are handed out you want to say it that way. Where, where there's determination, again, catch the good and the Why would good and bad be in here if there wasn't a division taking place? Right. And you say, well, how could anything bad ever get into heaven? What? Okay, let's go positive and negative then. Positive things are doing negative things. See, I preached on this a while back. Anybody know what a scale is? What's a scale? Not a weighing scale, but a balance. Triple beam balance. Now they got fancier ones, all electronic, all that. You know, they got two pans on them. Put some good over here, put some bad over here. Let's keep going. We got the great dissector here, right? He's the one evaluating. How's it going to come out? Which going to weigh heavier? Good or bad? To answer the, what I just said about, about good and bad in the question you asked about repenting, I'm not so sure that bad here is talking about absolute just grievous sins. I think a lot of it is just pure neglect. Right. Neglect. Neglecting doing God's work. Uh, never purposing yourself to anything God were just kind of settling in and getting dormant and that can be bad. Because when God saves us, I mean, we got to understand this. And I've used this many times in this church. If this took place, if Jesus Christ had to come to this cross and bleed and die and suffer in the pain and agony that he suffered being God's only son and his chosen best to give us what we got, what in the world do we think we need to be doing? Just sit and do nothing? So... I think that's a good example. That's bad. That's bad. Well, what else can we do? What good things can we do? What about loving other people? Does that count? Absolutely. Now, I don't know how you've got all this set up, and I don't know how it's going to register. I don't really know the perfection of the judge. I, I, I can't go there because the, the Scriptures don't give us that. But it does tell us this is what it's going to be. So the pros and the cons are going to weigh out. And it's going to be directly related to what you're going to get up here. All right? I know I get a lot of argument from some places, though, because some people don't. They just think you're going to heaven and that's it, and everybody's going to get the same thing, and everybody's going to get a 49,000 G and million dollar mansion. And, and but if, if, if it's up here, it's true. You know, it's going to happen. It's absolutely going to happen. Absolutely. And again, I don't want to. I want to keep emphasizing here. Now, don't don't think that 
heaven's not great. If you make it to heaven, it's awesome. So, hey, these people have made it, okay? They've made it. Souls been saved. They've confessed Jesus. But there's, there's not a lot of material in this scripture to identify with the goods and the bads and examples of them. I think that's left up to us because I think God's given us enough sense and spiritual know that we know what's good and we know what's bad. Anybody think of maybe another example? Of good or bad? I, I was just thinking the example to me is it's, it's a lot like, um, like being promoted in your job that you have to have an evaluation. You get the position, it's yours, but they're going to tell you where you've been falling short. That's right, exactly. If you're still there, you made yep. it. Yeah, but good point. You could have improved here, you could have improved there. And, and I like the way you said that, because I was thinking of that too. Not everything is sin or not sin. And that's the way we look at it a lot mm -hmm. of times, like black and white. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it is like judged by our works, is what you're saying there. It's, it's what we, not necessarily this, you know, was we, was we an addict or was we not an addict? That's not really the, the thing here. It's what did we do for the kingdom? Mm -hmm. What did we, what effort did we put out? What, what people did we, what seeds did we plant? Yeah. What effect did we have in the kingdom? Well, let's, let's just throw a little time frame example. Take somebody that got saved a year ago and they went to work for God and as gangbusters, I mean, they, they got 150 people saved before they died. Compared to somebody who's in church 40 years and done nothing, what do you think? What do you think? You know what James said about it? That him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not it is sin. We can't sit around and wait on good to take care of itself and happen all by itself. Good is performed and and given by people, Christians supposed to be. And there's books in heaven. One of them's the Lamb's Book of Life. One of them's a book of remembrance. Remember that one? Why does God need a book of remembrance? He don't need to remember because He knows. Who do you think might need to remember one day? Uh -huh. Come on. What do you think? Uh, now I'm just here again, I'm speculating. All right. This big book's open, and he says, what about this? And you thought, oh, my. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, we might as well quit thinking this God misses stuff. Or he, might or he didn't hear that. Or he didn't see me act that way. Yes, he did. The best time to correct these little... Uh, What's a good time for it? Uh, idiosyncrasies, is that a good one? Is now. Yeah. Go ahead and take care of it. You realize things. Go ahead and take care of it. Oh, God, forgive me. Why did I do that stupid thing? You know. If we're honest and sincere, he'll do it. Okay. That we may receive the things done in his body, again, in, in this life, in this instrument that we all live in, according to that he hath done pertaining to that connected to that which he's done it's connected everything here is connected connect the dots whether it be good or bad now Paul kind of breaks away from that just a little bit but he advances trying to say okay church this really does make a difference what we do here makes a huge difference oh, yes. but there's more to come next verse knowing therefore the terror of the Lord we persuade who men we persuade men for what we persuade men for what to do what good to meet the Lord to accept Jesus Amen. terror of the Lord here is a very significant term wrath, terror, judgment ability of God that will judge one day. It is going to happen. So the time for preparation is now. Yeah. Is now not only for ourselves, but what? What's it say? To persuade. Remember when Jesus or uh, Paul stood before Agrippa, preached to Agrippa, preached Jesus to him, what did Agrippa say? Paul, you almost, almost persuaded, persuaded me, me to, to be, be a Christian. Christian. Almost ain't good enough. Almost ain't good enough. It ain't good enough. Only in horseshoes. Yeah. 
Not in heaven. Not even in this scripture. Well, I almost went and witnessed that guy. Almost ain't good enough. We took time to really identify in a given day how much good we could do if we simply would. I've heard the accounts of people that have absolutely missed it. This strongly impressed, inspired mood of the Holy Spirit to go talk to somebody and they passed it off and then it was too late. There's a soul in the balance of eternity. That's just an example. Again, I don't know the particular extremes. I don't know all this deep that doesn't give us that. It just uses the words good and bad. But Paul said, Therefore, knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your conscience. Revealed. Uh-huh. We're revealed. We're transparent before God. He sees right in us and right through us. Our mission here is to reach the lost. Our mission is to minister God. Our, our ministry here is to bring Christ to lost souls. What about, let's just throw this one out there for sake of discussion. What about church involvement? What about it? Get involved. Once in a while? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's going to matter to God yeah. if people attend church or not? Yeah. Or if they just kind of hit and miss? Showed up on Easter and Christmas? What happens in that case? You don't last very long, do you? Well, I understand. Yeah, depends on who you are sometimes. Hey, it ain't. That's a good point. It ain't gonna matter who you are in this one. I promise. Amen. Well, you said that we play together, laugh together, and hurt together. Amen. I mean, I'm sure something happened. The first person that you know, it's, it's going to be the church, and our church members are going to be poof. They're going to be right there. It ain't going to be like the neighbor or anybody that it's going to be everyone that's here. What about this one? Oh Lord, I, I just let somebody else do it. <laughs> they needed help. Somebody else will take care of them. Turning a blind eye, pretty much. Doing nothing. Doing nothing? Yeah. I think that may be registered in the bad book or the good book. So this is the good book list. Let's call it record book. Better be washed by the blood and covered by the blood. That's the first prop. Yeah, absolutely. But there again, and I know this, it, it may sound like I'm trying to underweigh heaven and overweigh it with something heaven's first okay that's first we got to get there do what's necessary to get there but after salvation things are supposed to start uh-huh. to begin building this event in the future Amen. building it personally and we need to be conscious you catch the word conscious there a while ago made manifest in your consciences uh-huh. we all got one know. what about forgiveness and unforgiveness well, that one person, God, I just couldn't forget. It doesn't matter one person. 5,000 or one, it don't matter. Right. What was your problem here? Over and over in my book, I've said forgive them, and you didn't do it. Can you explain the problem? Can you tell me why? <laughs> if we're going to get serious, we better get serious right now. If you got issues with people, you really need to get, get I, I had to do this, people, and I'm not going to name names. I had to look a person in the eye and shake their hand and say, it's done and over with. Forgiven, let's go on. And when I did that, I was relieved of a tremendous load. Amen. And it was hard. I'm going to tell you, it was hard. Now's the time to fix things. Amen. And I mean, it, it may require some work, 
it might jerk this heart around and it might it might just absolutely be upsetting that I've got to forgive somebody. But we've got to do it. I don't want to miss this. I don't want to miss the whole thing for sure, but I don't want to miss, not, not for the sake that we get to be proud of trophies and God's not going to hand out trophies. I don't know what He's going to do, but I do believe by Scripture and know that He's going to present rewards in various ways for various reasons. I don't want to miss any. And this differentiation that he's given here, again, good and bad, is what makes the difference. Am I doing what's good good, or am I doing what God's Word says is bad? It's not hard to figure it out. Here it is. Here I am. Here's what I'm doing, whether it's right or whether it's wrong, and I need to fix it now. Right? Because it makes a difference in this day. Amen. I want to read a scripture to you here in Romans. It correlates with this one. It's in Romans 14.10. I want to show it to you. You'll turn there. And we're almost right at wrap-up time. 14.10, Romans says, But why dost thou judge thy brother, or why dost thou set it not thy brother? Of course, it could be sister. For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. You see Amen. that right there? Mm-hmm. Who's going to stand before the judgment? Same judgment seat that we're talking about over here in 2 Corinthians. We're all going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. So if we got quibbles with folks, now's the best time to take care of it. It's going to make a difference as well as a lot of other things. In close on this quickly, any comments? Go ahead, Brother King. I got a question. Is it possible that there might be different levels in heaven where a person may go? I believe absolutely. Uh, I one, think that's correct. One soul saved on the creek banks, a hundred souls saved up there by the throne. Yep, I believe a hundred percent what you're saying. <laughs> I Good. do. Good. I do because of. Yeah, and I do believe that some that think they're going to get the shiniest castles, or I don't know if they make it. It may be in a mud hut somewhere. <laughs> I'm serious. People get believing, believing uh, sometimes that. You know why I say that? Because what they do is all about them. It's not about God. Well, Jesus said the first to be last and last to be first. So what are you talking about? Yeah, that's a good point. I do believe that. Yeah, different structure, different level. Yeah. I think it's worth forgiveness. I think that's a dangerous game. Very dangerous. I think I think we risk. Even getting to that point right there, yeah. getting getting to the place where we know we're in, but now we're being judged by our works. Unforgiveness could keep us out of the game. Exactly, it it could totally delete. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't know why we got on this one, but it I guess because we need to talk about this biblically. Many times, unforgiveness is stated says if you don't forgive others, God ain't going to forgive you. Amen. That's that's right in the Bible. And I know, folks, I know. It, I said it well ago. It's a hard thing sometimes to, to go that route. But I will say this. When you get it over with, you're much better off. Amen. And uh, God will reward for it. Mm, we're out of time. Anybody else? Yes. I was just going to say a lot of it has to do with heart condition, though, too. And, you know, reasonings when you do things or when you don't do things. The that's condition good. of the heart. Yeah, that's good. Elaborate a little further. Hard heartedness you're talking about, or yeah, I'm, I, you know, doing something just out of, you know, well, I'm just going to do this to be doing it, and then doing it out of a heart for Jesus. Yeah, or a look at me kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Total difference. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of scripture that's Yeah. Well, he summed it up in his book. He said, "Be holy as I'm holy." Yeah. That. And that you want to be holy, you're going to have to work on it. it, it it's a, it's a, it's a. Uh, Avenue of adventure to take. Days a week, 165 days yeah. out of the year, and, and it don't it don't give you no little bit of right, uh, right. Of, of messing up. You can't you can't mess up just a little bit. Yeah. If you're gonna be holy, be holy. Amen. Be holy for I'm holy. What he said. Yes. And, you know, and I, I've also witnessed too, like people that 
people that do like acts of kindness, but then they they want everybody to know that they to show, hey, I did something. Yeah, Bible says, don't let the left hand know what the right hand's doing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or anybody else. Matter of fact, mm -hmm. and that's a that's a good lesson too. You're right, uh, and even if you do mean good, it's not to be advertised. No, come on, God gets the glory. Don't get no yeah. pat on the back. Yeah, that's right. Good, good conversation, good discussion, not good points brought up. Anybody else? We're going to wind up here. We could have covered a lot more example territory tonight. We really could have, but it, it's vast. But I think you get the thrust. Good and bad is where it's at. And this uh, transparent evaluation is going to take place. No fooling with Jesus. Uh, and he sees our character. He sees it now, and he's sure going to see it then. Yeah. Our true character. Okay. Y'all would, let's stand. We'll prepare this next. that one scripture you summed it all up with love your neighbor love your neighbor as yourself doing to others as if you'd have them doing to you mm -hmm. amen that's the golden rule yep. yep. alright thank y'all for your input tonight it's, uh, I think your feedback has stirred me I hopefully with the message has stirred you and all put together we should have got some good out of this thing. Amen. Yeah. So be working on it. Ask God when you pray, Lord, what can I do? What can I do? Show me what to do. I want to do good, God. Show me. What can I do today? All right. Stoney, brother, would you dismiss yep. Father, thank you for your word tonight, Lord, and thank you for these people in this church. Lord, I want to thank you for Brother John. I want to thank you for Brother Tanner. I want to thank you for Brother Sean, Lord. For these people, they do the hard work to bring the word forth, Lord, and I praise your mighty name for every single thing you're doing for us, Lord, for the things that we see and the things that we don't see, Lord. I ask you for your faith, or I ask you for more faith and more and, and, and forgiveness, Lord, of our, of our, of our troubles, Lord. And keep, us, keep us strong, Lord. I pray for Sister Judy, Lord, and I pray for my mother. I pray for these people, Lord, that you give them a strength, Lord, to keep going and keep pursuing you, Lord. Let it be your will that unfolds in all of our lives, Jesus. In your mighty name I pray. Amen. Amen, Amen. brother. Praise God. Amen.